What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined. <laughs> Drums isn't here tonight. Just me and George tonight. Uh, Drums is moving, um, so we gave him the night off. He's probably not going to get paid this week, but I guess it is what it is. Maybe we'll reconnect with him next week. What's happening, George? Uh, just letting Instagram know that we're live. <clears throat> Always underestimate the 30 seconds that I have there to do that. Anyway, uh, what's up? Not much here. Uh, we got a couple of days of rain, which is much needed. Courses had a really hot start to the season. Pretty green. Um, thought that was going to be a sign of things to come, but she's been bone dry lately. So cheers to some rain. Did you get any rain there? Kilbert was absolutely mint last night. Holy Most shit. Most rain? It rained before, yeah. Wow. It, like, it, it actually greened up like yesterday. Yeah. And I'm sure my yard outside will do the same. I've been kind of heartbroken about that. Are you? If it starts getting dry again, I'm 1,000% watering it. I let it go too far before, so I didn't want to waste my time. But I, uh, I'll be home for a bit now so I can upkeep it. So uh, I'll be watering. I don't mind a bit of uh, slow growing grass. It's tough to maintain when you're cutting. Yeah, it. I know. It looks like Eventually. shit. Yeah, I know. But the main thing is the golf courses. Uh, we just got back from Kelowna. Maybe we should start with that tonight. Uh, we yeah. had a bit of an agenda for tonight. Had a audible called drums. Let us know. Not too long ago that he was going to miss out. We thought he was going to be here uh, at nine tonight, hence the late start. But I guess he's uh, pretty wrapped up and moving right now. So that's okay. We'll move on without him. We're. Uh, it seems like it's been a while since we were here podcasting because we did it last Monday. We drove to Kelowna and we're back now. Reggie, how would you rate the drive? Uh, the way home was. The way home left. A sour taste that I'll probably never drive to another destination again. Really? Well, I don't know. Maybe not. It. It's tough to say that actually because you know what? I, I retract that statement. When we came home from Philly slash New York, it's always the same shit when you fly into Winnipeg and then you got to drive four hours at the end anyway. So I, I kind of do retract that statement. Flying out of Brandon would be the most ideal thing ever, or if you lived in a city that had a, an airport. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What The drive uh, was beautiful, though, on the way there. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked that drive as much on the way home when we were trying oh, to get no. home. It was a good no. thing we did that on the way there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we went, uh, we kind of went right across the U.S. border, right along it for hours. We went to see Auntie Kim in Pincher Creek. Played a round of golf at Pincher Creek National. Or what was it called? I think just Pincher Creek Country Club. Pretty uh, pretty decent course, actually. I li- I really like those courses. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you can't really compare it to a nice city course with a bunch of funding and a bunch of members, but I just love a small-town course. Little Niner. Uh, we got in and out of there in about hour and a half. Walked. Yeah. Paved cart paths just about the whole way throughout the course. Mm-hmm. Maybe the whole way. Kind of underestimated how much walking there would be, how hilly it would be, but should have known. I guess we're right in the mountains. 
So it was a pretty nice course. Auntie Kim works at uh, Pincher Creek. So she was, uh, she told us where to go, how to play. And we ended up tying. Came down to the last hole. We both made a par. And that might have been the first time in Headley history that we've left the course tied. Yeah, we had to go. We had Always to, had to drive. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that was a, it was a sick little track. It, uh, it's about all the most you can expect from a small town nine hole course. I would say greens were mint. It had everything uh, you wanted. Greens were really good, actually. Yeah, they were awesome. Three part fives. Yeah, three part fives back to back to back. That's the first time I've ever seen that ever. Probably the last time I'll see it as well. Couple scenic par threes. And, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, it was. It was twenty five bucks. You can't really go wrong for that. Yeah. We paid a little bit more when we went to Kelowna, the Harvest Club, but we went through Pincher Creek and then up through Osoyoos. And pretty weird terrain, some pretty weird communities in the mountains there. It's kind of, it seems like it's where people go to escape. <laughs> so yeah. kind of weird vibes going through there. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just so much different than Manitoba and what we're used to here, but um yeah, there's definitely some sketchy shit that could happen there. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of anything going on there, and you could get away with a lot of shit if you wanted to down there. Mm. In a couple of towns, like Cranbrook was normal, Castlegar was normal, but then you get out into the into the woods, and it's pretty cool though. I thought it was a good experience. That was very cool. I'm glad we took that route. Chaz is in the house. Brothers Headley is that kind of like Brothers Osborne? That's exactly what I thought. I saw it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta stop for a sec. Cause I gotta talk about what happened before the show. I don't know. It's just got my brain in a pretzel. Okay. So I made a Caesar. Like I was, I wasn't planning on drinking at all. I was just going to have a virgin Caesar and, and, uh, milk it for the whole show. May I put the pickle juice in, uh, got all the fixings in there. I, I'm like, I don't even, I might puke thinking about it, but I, I dumped the Clamato in and there's nothing weird about the texture of the Clamato, nothing at all. And I took a sip and there was like a mold, red, clear, clear red, or the Clamato. And I took a sip and it got like stuck to my lip. So I was like, well, maybe it was just like the hot sauce or something that I put in. Like, you know how it like gets hard at the tip. Yeah. So in, luckily, instead of trying it again, I just put the fork in there. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Does that happen at Clamato juice? Mm, it's tough to say. Clamato juice is kind of weird. I've had Clamato juice in the fridge for six months at a time and then open it up and it's fine. And I've also had it in there for a week or two and got moldy or something weird happened with it. Although I'd say 99% of my experiences with Clamato have been positive. So. Right. I'm not remember sure what would have happened the, there. Remember last year I had the rotten one? Was it smelly or moldy? Smelly. And now this one, man, I, it's hard to even describe. It was just like like a layer of thick. Oh, fuck. So anyways, I grabbed two. I grabbed two beers and I'm going to have a couple beers. <laughs> nah, you tried. Fuck. I did try. I tried hard. Went for a walk before. boy. In a good headspace for the pod tonight. But back to uh, the drive. Uh, what was that bridge called? Shit. Uh, 
Paulson Bridge, 275 feet in the air. Kind of came out of the mountain on one side and went back into the mountain on the other side and then went down. And we looked back up and it was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was the craziest bridge I've ever been on. And probably I don't I can't see myself ever being on a higher bridge than that. <laughs> you Where the hell would we be around here? That drive though, <clears throat> my ears were popped for probably eight hours straight in and out of mm-hmm. was hammering gum, chewing gum. Um helped a little bit, but also a couple beers. If there's any law enforcement listening to this. They were near beers, five percenters, just something to sip on. <clears throat> I was I was driving and I didn't have any. Mm. <laughs> we did have a few naps though, especially on the way home. I think Reggie slept for half of the drive home. Claims not to have, but did. No, I didn't really sleep honest. I just sat there and sweat the whole time. <laughs> Okay, I don't so know what I was I don't know what I was sweating out, but I was sweating something out. We went to the wedding. We went to the Harvest Golf Club. Uh, wedding was really good. One of the funner weddings I've ever been to for sure. Beautiful place, great crowd. People danced the whole night. I don't think I've ever seen that at a wedding before. It was all for, it was all from the start when they cut the the uh, father daughter dance off and and went straight into uh, Aussie. And called everybody out. That kind of got everybody into it. And then crazy train. Soon as the nuts, Emily and father dance ended, uh, crazy train fired up and never left the dance floor for the next four. It was hours. like halfway through though. The song wasn't even over, and all of a sudden yeah. it just like cut out. And then crazy train came on. She posted a video today, so I could. Because it's kind of hard to explain to people, but when you see the video, it's it's awesome. He's so pumped. It was kind of uh, just sitting. I don't know, like been to a few weddings before and stuff like that is pretty cool when you do stuff like that that gets people going and gets the people going that's what you want at a wedding i think you don't want to dick around too much um we're probably at the age now where we've been to enough weddings where we can have the pros and cons and definitely a pro is when things are moving things are shaking and there's not a whole lot of waiting around just just people uh dancing I think those are the best weddings for me anyways. Even people who don't dance were dancing, I think. Yep. Lots of liquor was consumed, though. Ruby's going to have a big bill to pay off uh, into the future. He might take a 50-year mortgage on that one. <laughs> and then to the golf, that was uh, right from the get-go. I mean, you pull up there, and they, they got your carts with their name on it and and uh, take your clubs to the to the carts, walk in. Some pretty heavy range, bags. range. Pretty heavy bags. Surprised. I actually carried mine and put mine on the on my own cart just to be safe. Didn't really get into a whole lot of beer bags though, or bag beer. Sorry. No, we had the water hazards going. Yeah, everything was kind of flowing. Um, cherries, peat, or uh, apples. Cherries were uh, a nice touch. Were they? Oh, I love that. I mean, you can't eat them. In, you can't eat them, but there's nothing better than fresh fruit for one but when it's free on a golf course and you can take as many as you want and they're the most fresh fruit you could imagine that's my kind of uh golf course crazy that i thought because they're free and on a golf course that (laughs) i i was no longer allergic to them but the rules don't apply it's pretty crazy that was a wild 
wild. I thought I was going to die on the course, but pretty good place to die if, if it happened. So I don't think it was a bad choice. Um, course was sick. Greens were sick. Uh, everything was in pretty damn good shape. Mm-hmm. Course ran all the way through the, uh, what, what is it? I don't know. I think I say it different every time I tell someone the story. Is it orchard? Is it orchid? Is it orchard or orchard? I think orchard. 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 Okay. So it was like the fairways ran all the way through the orchard and then the, there's orchard behind the greens. It was just everywhere. And then you turn around and you'd look back in the Oak Lake, Lake Okanagan's there, Okanagan Lake. Uh, the mountains are there. It was just kind of a, uh, it's crazy like when you when you take videos and you kind of pan around like in Manitoba or anywhere around here. Sorry, Sherdo. Uh orchid is a flower. Uh but when you when you uh when you pan around in Manitoba or anywhere around here, you kind of get to a point where it's like, okay, that's the end of the video. Like you you get to a bush or you get to like uh mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I know what there's you mean. A, there's an there's an end point to the video. Like if if you did that there, you just do like you'd spin till you threw up because you just keep going around and around in circles because it's like everywhere you look is it was a different kind of scenery on that course. Like it wasn't the mountains that you'd expect out in BC. It was just so nice everywhere you looked, and the course was so well maintained, and the greens were running awesome. Like it, it was just a great day. Like and and the I think the best part about it was that. It was so open that you couldn't lose a ball, which is like perfect for like rounds like that. Like we're not trying to play a tight tournament. Like we're just here to celebrate this guy's wedding and and have a few beers and golf. And you could blast it wherever you wanted and could couldn't lose a ball. I don't think if you wanted to. No, that's true. And I did lose a ball in the last hole. I hit one in the water. Still made a par. That was a par five. Hit a driver in the water. Yanked the shit out of it. Dod her up on the green. And uh, I don't even know where the water down. was on eighteen. I don't think. It wasn't it really in play. I just yanked it, hit the worst drive of the day. Pretty far into it at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> the best drive I hit all day. So I had a pretty good round uh, going on. Uh, we were playing from kind of a little bit too far up, I think, the white tees. Yeah, we played the combo. Yeah. Oh, did you? Blue and white, yeah. Yeah, so we played white. It was a little bit f- – a little, little forward, but uh had a really good start, I think – didn't make a bogey until hole eight. Uh, so I was two under going into that. Oh, uh, shit. Hit the best drive of the day on eight. Um, feeling good. And I just kind of got, you know, those little weird trees that were everywhere. I don't even know what they were called. Yeah. They're like little cactuses, but they're trees. And so I kind of got stuck right behind it. I hit a really good shot to get out of there. So I was 30 feet in front of the green. <clears throat> Try to get up and down, got a little aggressive with it. And ran a pass. I didn't think that it was sloping away from it. And then three-putted for a double. Oh. So I hit like three pretty oh, good shots. And then, yeah, just it was a, a sidewinder. broke about six feet. And I left her four feet away and missed the putt for a double. That's shitty. So that grounded me pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's how fast it happens, honestly. But it's shitty because usually when you do that, it's like something that you do wrong. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't really know where, where the fairway was and where, you know, I didn't think those trees were really in play. I hit a really good drive, I thought, and then, uh, ended up with a double, didn't lose a ball. So that's actually a chance. There's actually a chance that that's the most frustrating way to make a bogey, like in history of making bogeys or doubles. 
Like you didn't lose a ball, you didn't blast right in the bush. Yeah. You had a drive where you wanted to. You got screwed on that. You're still recovered, and then you three putt, and you just want to. You just like, at that point, you could snap every club in your bag and quit the game. But it is, it's, and it's even shittier when you have a good round going, and then something like that happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But um, we had a couple wild things happen. Like, we we played number one, and and uh, so it was Mertz and I, and then uh, to Joyzy, and then uh, Mark from. from Cardiff. So Mark and DeJoyzy didn't know each other. But me and Mertz did. So we played the first hole kind of tiptoeing around, like didn't really kind of got a feel for it. And then figured out the handicaps on the second hole. And so me and Mertz took those two on straight up. And <laughs> the jersey hits it absolutely like after he decided what the bet was, hits an absolute dart, hits the flag. On a par three, lands two feet past the hole and sucks back and like lips out for a hole in one and sits like oh. a, sits like two and a half feet away. No, it's probably like three feet, but like I gave him the putt because like one he hit the flag, two he lipped out on the way back for a hole in one. Like and at that you point, don't really just, know him. Just go get the ball, right? I'm not yeah. gonna make him. Imagine if he makes a par after hitting that shot. Yeah, I agree. But, but then, at the same time, it's like you should never give a birdie putt. Yeah, but he if you ever deserve a birdie, let's just take it. So you give birdie putts? I've been more lenient lately than I had been in the past. So it was kind of a hard rule for me. Was mm-hmm. it if it's a birdie putt, you have to make it. I don't care if it's an inch away or two inches. I usually finish mine. Yeah. But, I, but there are circumstances like that where either somebody's guys trip or playing for a beer. Yeah. Uh, like we're playing for one beer aside. I mean, it's not like we're playing playing for two hundred bucks aside. Like, um, and then on seventeen, uh, we're one one down, I think overall. And yeah, we were one, oh, shit, whatever we were. I think we were down one, and I hit a drive into the middle, and I had like one hundred and ten left. I think it was that. I obviously it was a lot of. Uh, Liquor was consumed. Liquor, uh, yeah. Liquor slash others were consumed. Mm. Um, yeah. Like cherries? We're in BC, so cherries. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't really remember how far it was, but I ended up uh, ripping it right at the flag, smashed out the cup on one side, and bounced like 15 feet, mm. and I missed the butt. So you so lost? we could have tied the match. Yeah, we lost the match. Wow, that's shitty. I literally smashed the, the side of the cup out and it didn't go in and then we lost the match. Yeah, that's, that's that, pretty tough. Should that count? No. I'm under the impression it's not for hole-in-one it should count. Like you literally landed the ball in the hole. And it's not like it's not like a different sport where you can just go for it like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you can't really subjectively say like it counts for some things, but not hole in one. If it smashes a part of the cup out. Well, if that's if that's your opinion on it, then you'd have to say that that counts for a hole in one as well. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think that's such a joke, and then it bounces like away fifteen feet. Like, yeah, I know. 
It's happened lots. There's also times where you line drive one into the pin and it stops it where it would have went 50 feet yeah. by. So that's just the break. But I'm, I'm, that's hitting the pin, though. I know, Ches, I know that's not the actual rule, but it, I think it should be. <laughs> Reggie like wants his own rules. Yeah, you literally swish it from 110 yards and it bounces out of the cup. Yeah, I'm with you. Kind of. But whatever. It is what it is. We're not going to change round. Fun round. I'm still pissed at Rumble. Also, since Drums cuts out the intros here, we should mention that uh, this episode is dedicated to Jason Aldean and his lovely wife, Brittany. This one's for you guys. I know I'm sure you'll watch it at some point in your life, and we want to make sure that you know that we love you. So let's keep going on here. Kelowna's probably done, uh, I would say. Kelowna yeah. talks. we got a couple things to talk about tonight. <clears throat> the open first of all we've talked we've had this discussion many times on the podcast before in terms of ranking the majors i was under the impression that you thought that uh the masters was number one and then i saw on twitter today that you said that it was the best one so where are you at from a pure golf perspective the open for sure from a viewing perspective, probably the Masters, just because of the production they put on and everything that's there and all the the history because it's at one course. But from a pure best golfer in the world scenario uh, and best, like, brings out, like, the skill, not just standing up there and knocking it onto 15 feet. Like, you got to actually – like, when Kem Smith hit that putt around the bunker last year, like, that doesn't happen in any other tournament. You know what I mean? I think that that kind of went uh, underappreciated for a long yeah, time. Definitely. Because he basically made that, won the Open, month or two later, announced he was going to the Live Tour, and then people just treated like he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. How about Come he's on. not in the featured group tomorrow? That's got to be one of the craziest things of all time. Yeah. It's crazy, but not surprising, but still. Yeah, defending champ. A little bit too much. Was number two in the world. It's it's one of those things. They don't really have a choice. Like they do. And it's, Christ, it's just the way the world is. If they put him in a feature group, there'd be the people bitching that he's in the, in the feature group. Why is there a live player in there? Why is he in there? Ah, oh, because he's the defending champion and he's a sick golfer. Is why he probably should be, but the I know what you mean. Come out. I know what you mean. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. A lot of things don't make sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's he's a sick golfer. I, I've said right from the get go when he left, that was probably the biggest loss that the PGA had was him. Yeah, because he was the man, and people want to see him golf. But I, I will say honestly, um, when he left to the live. Not that he, it's just because he left to live, but like at uh, at Augusta and at the U.S. Open, like truthfully, like I couldn't give a shit to watch him. I think because he was like, I've been watching quite a bit of golf lately, and he hasn't been around, so it's like you kind of forget about him, and you don't really, I don't know, you hop on another bandwagon that you like to watch. There's so many good golfers that if somebody like that isn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like probably people in the golf world right now would rather watch Ricky than they'd rather watch Cam Smith. Just because of what's happened on the PGA and what Ricky's done in the last little while. And you haven't really heard from Cam Smith if you're not watching Liv. And even on Liv, is he doing anything? I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know that. Is he? You know who's doing lots on Liv? The spot between the balls and the ass. <laughs> Did you see King? Whoever's running King Golf account commented that under Prairie Golf Co.'s post today. Might be a bad (laughs) one. Fucking knob. (laughs) (laughs) Why knob? They probably thought it was me. Well, we'll just say we have a social media manager now. Me? Mm -mm. Nothing. (laughs) We'll just say we hired somebody, and anytime that something happens, we'll just say that we let them go. Yeah, don't worry. That guy got fired. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be hearing from him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you saw that tweet? Yeah, he's been like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> King Golf would like to apologize uh, for one of our team members. <laughs> he's not sure of the views of us, and he's gone. Might even be dead. I, I think we have his- to throw that in there. Out of respect for his privacy, he's asked us not to provide his name, so we won't provide any further information. Yeah, we but don't know where be, he's at. Let it be known that we we do apologize for our for our uh, tweet that we sent out. That's actually a smart move. I mean, there's probably not enough people that watch this podcast or listen to it that would catch on to it. Maybe, but I mean, if something ever did happen, I think that that's the route we take. <laughs> I think so. If nothing's happened yet, I think we're we're okay for a while. It'll be interesting to see how Taylor Gooch does, I think, because he's won three out of the last five starts on the live tour. Yeah, he definitely wasn't. And yeah, I was just going to say, you can say whatever you want about the live tour and the competition. He's still playing against Cam Smith. He's playing against DJ. He's playing against Patrick Reed. He's playing against some of the best golfers in the world, What, regardless of what the OGWR rankings say. Yeah, that's fair. Or, is that like a Michael Scott thing? Is the R the ranking part of that? Yeah. It always goes official world golf rankings. Yeah. So I said OGWR oh. rankings. So it'd just be OGWR. Yeah. 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 Kind of like Michael Scott, uh, ASAP as possible. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> so I'm who, sorry, uh, <clears throat> what are you saying? I'm kind of stuck. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I didn't uh, check exactly. That doesn't. It really doesn't matter. I was just trying to see before we started talking about AC for next week or for this week, just what he where he ended up finishing for sure last week. I didn't end up. I saw that he was tied for fifty third, but there was like half a round for the leaders to go. I'm guessing it's somewhere around there, but we'll get to that. Sorry, I, I got to get back into the the open here. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see where Gooch finishes. Um, we always talk about on here. You said he beat Cam Smith and he beat those guys. It's also a thing with golf, like, and that's kind of the, in our pool, that's kind of the hot hand that I rode. Like, if a guy's playing good golf at the time, like, he's playing good golf. That guy's playing good golf right now. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's the, he's the best player at the Open, but he's probably one of the hottest, regardless of the tour he's playing on. Right? Like you're talking Rory or Gooch? No, Gooch. Yeah, exactly. Like the guy's hot. He's playing good golf every tournament. I mean, he's playing good he's golf. Not, yeah, he's competing, and also 
he's beating these guys. The guys that are like the Cam Smiths, who is one of the favorites probably as a defending champion of the tournament. He knows that he's beat him the last couple of times he's played against him. So why couldn't he do it here? Yeah. Is Gooch American? He must be. Yeah. So he, that's the one thing I think that uh, – what, what do you he think? He doesn't have a whole lot of experience, though. But. Yeah, I know. And the, I'd be curious to know the percentage of Americans versus Europeans that win the Open. Yeah. I'm thinking it would be more so European, but I don't know for sure. I would say so, yeah. Or or guys from – I would say guys from, like, Texas. Mm-hmm. Where you kind of have to play that. Same style. Uh, like the open winners that I think of were ma- the majority of them were European. Yeah. Other than T Dub, Phil, and Philip. Okay, we got to take a slight break here. We got a question from the Chaz. He's got a question for everyone. Do you have a spare slash faithful backup putter? And if you do, have you ever had to put it back in the bag? Reggie. Uh. I have that uh, Scotty Cameron, but in my head it's bent, so I can't trust it. So do I have one? Probably not. Um, Didn't you just I had a bad shaft? I had a bad. No, yeah, I could. I I asked Horn to do it, and he never did it. Oh no, that was on a different one. I don't know that how bent it actually is, but it definitely is bent. And there's such a fluctuation between the weight of it and my spider that. I have a really hard time with it, like how hard I have to hit the ball. The spider's heavier? Spider's heavier, yeah. Really? Yeah, so I I really struggle with it. Like, I feel like I just tap putts with it. Whereas the spider, you don't have to really hit it. You just kind of let the ball get in the way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I I don't have a faithful one, though. I had a bad habit in in the past of giving away putters. Instead of that is a bad habit. Him. Yeah, that's a really bad habit. <laughs> sure I was just gonna say that what Sheard said because Sheard said I keep my backup nearby just to scare my hold on main putter into behaving. And that's <laughs> funny because I have like I have a couple putters, and every time I have like a couple bad rounds in a row, I like start looking at them, start maybe hitting some putts in the living room with different putters. And then I'll go with the next round and I'll just I'll have my best putting game in a long time. It's like the the Scotty knows that you fuck know. around you won't be around. Yeah, exactly. But I will I'm proud to say that this is the, the longest I've used a putter without switching it. Probably going on two years now, two summers straight without using because I would always go back between like a mallet, between a blade. I'd watch Tiger play, and I'm like, okay, Tiger's using a blade. I could probably hit a blade, too. That's what I should be using. That's what I'm missing right now in my golf game. And then, no. I don't think anybody's missing a blade in their golf game. That blade putter that I have that's blacked out, though, the Scotty. Yeah, that's blacked cool. Out blade, that's a sick putter. Yeah, but I use that for quite a while. It looks nice. It looks nice. At the end of the day, man, with putters, like, it's all mental anyways. So it's whatever you feel the best with, in my opinion, anyway. For sure. No, it is. There's nothing that will cure your stroke. There's nothing that will make you have increased feel. I don't think, anyways. Not that I've ever come across. I've used pretty much every putter that there is. Rory went to a blade for like one tournament. 
and then immediately back to his spider. And obviously, he won that. That that shot that he had in 18 was absolutely disgusting. It was pretty sick. Was it a two iron or three? Two iron. He said he normally yeah. hits a 260, and he, he hit it from 204. That's <laughs> how strong the wind was. That's nuts. Oh, my God. Just a little piss cutter. Imagine having trust to hit that shot on the 18th hole. That was in Scotland, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Hey, I got a question for everybody, too. What does it mean when there's crows around? There's crows in my yard yesterday. There's crows in the street here. There's looks like they're planning something almost. I think they're trying to kill Hank here. <laughs> it could be after those cats around yours. You think? Yeah. Damn. Ben already lost his tail. I don't know if I ever talked about that on the podcast yet, but I have uh, an, an adopted black cat now. And and people who have been listening to the show for a while know that before I moved to Rossman, my plan was to get a, a black cat and name him Ben. And I didn't do that. But then, uh, sure enough, a black cat showed up just mousing around here. And uh, he's missing a tail. So he could be dead. He could be alive. <laughs> but it seems like he's missing some, uh, some dangerous situations. <laughs> just... What? You gotta put the lid on your garbage. <laughs> I don't have That's garbage. What it, means. it says if you see crows everywhere, it can be an indication that change is coming or you need to do some rigorous self inventory, some serious look at your inner self. Noticing crows means you're attuned to your surroundings. So, what do I need to do? I'm not saying anything. What did you say? What was the first part, though? Oh, what the fuck? I shouldn't have read this one. Yep, anyway, he's going to close that out. Nothing. It doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> what did it say? Nothing. Me? Okay, well, I'll and, look it up then. Anyways, back to golf chat. What did it this say? Opens, this open's going to be sick. It just said something bad's going to happen if you see more than five. Okay, that's good, actually, because I've only seen three at a time. Okay. Sheard said he has six. <laughs> <sighs> hate to see it. Sick. Oh, boy. Me and Sheardor are in trouble. I wonder what's going to happen here. I saw four yesterday, so I, I'm still in the clear. But I'm going to stop looking, I guess. I guess I'm fucked. Okay, we got lots going on here. Yeah, Just said, uh, on chat. What's the LAB golf? Lab golf putter? Yeah. Seen it? Yeah. Oh, Rube's in the house. Santa Claus. The newlywed. Whoa, what happened here? Congrats, Rubes. Cheers to Rubes. One of the best weddings, if not the best. Oh, look at my cup. It's nice and sweaty. It's a high noon. One of the best weddings or the best wedding I've ever been to. Yeah, it was a hell of a day. I should make mention of uh, being in the wedding party and not getting to sit at the head table. I kind of dampened yeah. a bit. Yeah, Just, you already yeah. said it at the you already said it at the wedding. Yeah, I threw it out there you for everybody to, to hear. Peasants. It actually was uh, uh, it was nice to sit with the peasants. It's kind of weird. It's okay. Let's talk about this for a quick second. Is it not weird sitting up in front of everybody? Yeah, it's awkward as hell. If you're the groom, if you're the bride, you're like the stars of the show there, but everybody else, and then you just kind of go down the line and you're just like, Why are you up here? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, but that's tradition, baby. Uh, let's get back to the open here. Yeah, let's get back to the open. <laughs> I see. Carson, uh, we threw out a poll on Instagram. We should get to those maybe in between some open talk here right away. Okay. But um, here, let me bring it up. Carson said uh, that he, we asked what we should have more, excuse me, more of on the podcast. And uh, Carson said more soup cracker talk. <laughs> so I had soup today for lunch again. <laughs> Let's get back to the open air mind. I've said it four fucking times already. Yeah, go ahead. I'll bring it up the starts start right away. Okay. Royal Liverpool. Yep. Last time I was there, Rory won, Ricky second. Last two PGA events, winners. Rory and Ricky. Kind of crazy, no? When was that? Like 2014? 2014, yeah. Well, like nine years way. later. Nine years later, and that shit. the happened. last major he won? I, I would say so, yeah. That's nuts. Like, that's nuts. I, Rory, he's winning. He's winning. I don't care who says what. Rory's winning this weekend. Rory is, without a doubt, the most overrated golfer that ever lived. Defend. He hasn't won a major in nine years. All anybody does is talk about Rory. Like, think of how many players have won a major, the most significant tournament tournaments in golf. Think about how many players have won since Rory, and all anybody ever talks about is Rory. I don't think so. That's the definition of overrated. I don't think that's all they talk about. They talk about Chester. They talk about Rom. They talk Hard about no. Thomas, for Christ's sake. I don't hear anybody talking about Rom. Yes, they do. People All talking about Scotty Scheffler's feet. What does that mean? His the way he swings? Yeah. Imagine imagine actually sitting watching watching uh the PGA and having the nerve like people chirp Scheffler on Twitter and it's like what it doesn't matter how he swings. Like the no. guy is on one of the biggest heaters in PJ history right now. Do you know what? I saw the stat the other day. What he's done lately? Did you see that? Uh, I've seen a few of them, but they all like blow my mind. I actually can't believe it. You go ahead. I'll I'll try to track this down. Read some stuff from. Uh, I actually want to talk about Twitter because there's somebody on there who I've that's just been showing up in my feed, and I don't really know who he is, what he's about, but I quite enjoy him actually, and I think that we need more people. And his name is uh, Michael Kim. Oh yeah, the PG player. Yeah, he's sick. Have sick you, on Twitter. Have you seen him on Twitter? Yeah, he's unreal. He might be my favorite follow in relation to golf on Twitter. Yeah, and I don't I think so follow too. him. I don't think. His stuff just shows so. up in my feed. <clears throat> but he, he put out a tweet today. I guess he must be a blue check guy. Yeah, he is for sure. Uh, but he had a longer tweet. But he just like gave his own uh, perspective of Royal Liverpool from a player yeah, that's in a sick. tweet. 
talking about the greens, talking about certain holes, talking about things to watch out for. Like yeah, how did that uh, at U.S. Open too? Yeah, like so, how easy is that to do for players? For one, and I would much rather see that from Michael Kim than Brandel Chambly. I don't give a shit what he has to say. Yeah, he's not playing. He's not playing. So traditionally, like we've leaned on these people because these guys didn't have a voice, but now they have a voice and they have Twitter. And I think it's only a matter of time before people like Michael Kim start giving better takes on golf and just kind of take out everybody but the cameraman almost. That'd be tough though, because you gotta have somebody while they're playing. And you gotta have the panel while they're for sure, playing. For sure, for sure. For sure. That's a good point. Okay, so Rappaport says Rappaport is by far my favorite follow. He just he gets it. He's on he, he does he's not your typical media guy. Yep. You know who's my least uh, favorite? Kyle Porter CBS. Yeah, Kyle Porter can fuck off. He's a loser. Um Rappaport, though, with his T3 at the Scottish, Scotty Scheffler. Oh. <laughs> Three S in a row. That's tough to do for the old boy over here. With his T3 at the Scottish, Scotty Scottish <laughs> Scheffler. Maybe that's his new nickname, Scotty Scottish Scheffler. Scottish Scheffler. <laughs> Scottish Scheffler. So, anyway, Scottish Scheffler has now finished T12 or better in 19 straight events and has finished fifth or better in seven straight. Ball striking has, has been generational this year. His season earnings up to $19.02 million, Still has a major in FedEx playoffs left. But then I saw another thing while I was looking for this. It's from your other guy. From your guy. Ports? Kyle Ports. Stifler? Is that Jason's brother? Could be. Bob's son. Cheryl's that's, brother. You never really know. exactly like Stifler. If you look at his small <laughs> he football does. pick, he looks like Stifler. Yeah, he looks like Stifler's brother, actually. Yeah, worse looking. In the one movie, when he has his little brother? I don't know. Anyways, Scotty Scheffler's tee to green rankings in his last 11 events. Bay Hill second, Players first, Masters second, Heritage fifth, Nelson second, PGA first, Colonial first, Memorial first, U.S. Open third, Traveler second, and Scotty. Scottish Scheffler Open, second. Only one win out of all those. That's how bad his putting has been. His tee to green has been ranked in the top three in 10 of the last 11 events. If his okay, putter gets, he might win 20 tournaments in a row. Two questions here. First one, like, do you think that He's trying to be Tiger Woods too much. In terms of what? He's using a blade. Yeah, maybe he just needs a mallet. He also has TW on his hat and shoes, or shirt and shoes. I thought that was weird. It is kind of sick, but also that's kind of weird to me. Like that'd be to me, that reminds me of guys who wear hockey jerseys with somebody else's last name on it. I don't think so. And that's just like an everyday guy wearing that. So, yeah, it's like you look up to these guys. But, like, there are – I think he even was playing against Tiger Woods when he had Tiger Woods on his shirt. I think that's sick, though. It's like if you really want to be Tiger Woods, you can't – you know, I don't know. It's 
it's weird to me whether it's right or wrong it's still weird to me and i mean i might do the same if i was on pga tour so i can't really comment but if you're trying to be the best player in the world you should act like it instead of like trying to be somebody else i think it's almost like a hey man tiger's the best that has ever played and ever will play for sure this shit because i love him and he's why i golf and i'll still be sick still wearing his stuff and he doesn't I'm I'm kind of pumped about it that he doesn't come up with his own bullshit logo. That kind of pissed me off with Spieth, like his JS logo. Like you're not Tiger. I that bothers the fact that he has a JS logo bothers me more than, and that Bryson has his little logo. That that shit bothers me more than Scheffler wearing TW. Because those guys are just trying to beat Tiger. Was the only guy that ever had that before. They got to get a little more creative too. Like you can't just use your initials yeah. like Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, you're cool. not. <clears throat> you're not you're not him so yeah i mean yeah chaz i i, I agree it's a nod to the, it's a nod to the goat what we've talked about this numerous times on here probably too repetitive but like what makes scotty scheffler so hard to cheer for stuff what like that it? to me like do you think that Tiger Woods would ever put somebody else's fucking initials on his back? He's not the only one on tour that wears TW stuff, though. He's not, but he's, he's he's trying to be the best player in the world. He is the best player in the world. I think, anyways, but... I don't know. I don't hate it, but... Well, that's your opinion. You're, you're entitled to yeah, it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, would Tiger Woods have been... Tiger Woods, if he was doing things like that, I don't think so. But I don't think Tiger Woods, I guess. Like, do you think Tiger looked up to Jack the way that these players look up to Tiger? Maybe, but he didn't put Jack's logo on his hat. That's what I mean. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think he did. Different level, different time. I don't know. It's to me, it's just the principle of it. Like, the, I, to me, you, you, you're attracted to guys who have that aura around them. Scotty Scheffler doesn't have that. Yeah. He's got somebody else's lo- initials on his back. See, but that's why I think that. And I'm not saying I don't like him. I actually like Scotty Scheffler. I I don't cheer for him. If it was Scotty and Ricky, I'd cheer for Ricky. If it was Scotty and Ty Hatton, I'd cheer for Ty Hatton. Like, but I still don't like wish bad things upon Scotty Scheffler. Like, he's a likable guy. I mean, I just don't. You know what's crazy for me, and it's 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 actually kind of well, it is very stupid, but it's just I just realized it as I'm sitting here. Like I, I cheer for guy. It's so crazy, man. It's if a guy's wearing Nike and a guy's wearing Adidas or Callaway, like I'm sure I don't care who the guy is. I'm cheering for the Nike guy every single time. What about Xander? I don't care. I can't get Xander, on Callaway. Xander needs to gas Adidas too. And Adidas, Callaway and Adidas, like Rom looks like an idiot wearing a Callaway. Adidas needs to get out of golf. They do. Those hats, man, are so terrible. All day I dream about sex. Like that's who yeah. we're re- representing here. Yeah. Nike needs to take them out like they took them out of the NBA shoe game. Nike needs to bring back making clubs again. You know something that I've noticed lately and once you see it, you can't unsee it. 
if a guy's if a guy's lined up to his shot and they show him from the side, there's three Nike check marks within three inches of each other. Mm-hmm. It's a, like it's insane branding. How much if guys sponsored by Nike? Nike is everywhere on them. Hey, <laughs> for what? I was just talking about OD. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I thought Chess was mad at me here after bashing Scheffler, but he just gave me the nod. So I must have said something he liked. Uh, what else do we got here? So Scotty, yeah, Scotty's got a realistic chance to win, I would say for sure. If Scotty putts this weekend, he wins. Yeah. Nike Club. Oh, but same as Rory. Nike Clubs, I agree. Taylor made and Nike need to join forces, I think. They have the majority of the same players. Um, just make like a spin-off of certain tailor-made clubs and put a Nike check on them and bring bring them back to how they were before too. Like I don't know that I'll ever get rid of my Nike irons. I've looked at a lot of different irons from above and I just I don't I've never seen anything like the Nike clubs. The drivers are whatever, wedges were whatever, the putters were sick and the irons were sick. What about the Nike Sam Squanch? <laughs> That's probably what put them out of business, honestly. No, man, I don't think it was the Sasquatch. I think it was the Sumo. I think the Sumo put them in the grave. Honestly, that was. I it. can't even tell you what the Sumo looks like. I'll look it it's up. It's like, here. it's insane. Wait, wait until you see it. Is that the SQ? No, that's the Sasquatch. Wasn't it? Isn't it? Wasn't it called Sumo? Sasquatch Sumo. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. The toaster. Like Rip had one. Uh this one's going for 200 bucks. I'll see. Uh what's Chaz saying about Nike and, and TaylorMade? Nike engineers from the from the day had a hand in making Tiger's TaylorMade blades, eh? Yeah, I saw some documentary about how uh the the clubs tigers were using weren't really what they said they were look at that thing <laughs> what happened to the to the cc's being put on the drivers when did that end not soon enough <laughs> like, remember the there Taylor a, 200 there was a battle though for a while to see who could make the biggest club because yeah. they used to be half size who made the biggest Probably the toaster here. Ah, uh, Callaway uh, Squarehead was pretty big too. You should see this club that I have downstairs. I should go grab it quickly. What What do we got for time here? Oh, we're already in an hour. Jesus. I'll go. Sh- I'll, no, I can't leave you by yourself. Um, Sorry, right. I can talk about for a second. Okay, I'll go get it because it's like a Nike ripoff or a Sasquatch ripoff, except worse. I can't believe I'm in that. This is the first time in history somebody's been in here by themselves. No, I have been before. So, so anyways, what I was going to say was, wow, this is actually kind of awkward. Uh, hmm. <laughs> kind of nervous in here. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Cockrell, uh, T53 last weekend. Uh, he's up to 232 in the... OWGR, I don't think Chor puts too much weight into that. Uh, looks like this week he's got his buddy on his bag. Uh, he tees off at 8.46 tomorrow. 
at the uh, Barracuda Championship, Stableford format, a uh, little different than any any other tournament uh, on the PGA. It's kind of cool to see, kind of weird. Uh, he was in the running last year. I think that the way that the the things fell, I'm not 100. percent No, you know what? It was the it was the tournament last weekend that he uh, he played really well at, wasn't it? Sure. Last year, I don't remember. Yeah, it was the Barbasol last year. He shot 66. He was dialed on the front. He made the cut. Up. He made the cut again this year. He's now made the cut in four of five PGA events that he's played in, which that's awesome. Sure, they might like the Barbasol and the 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 Cuda might be uh, opposite opposite field tournaments, but at the end of the day, he's still playing the PGA, making cuts. It's awesome. Gerard was saying while you were gone, he's up to 232 in the world. Um, absolutely climbing. A couple of good tournaments in a row here. He could be inside of the top 200, which, I mean, if we would have said that uh, three years ago. No shit. be absolutely incredible to think about. Is that the, um, for the OGWR rankings? Yeah. Do you think. Still, though, like imagine being the 200th best golfer in the world. Do, do you think that he wants to make the PGA? Of course. We talk about it all the time on here. Do you think? like? Of course. Yeah, okay. Shiro was laughing when I, when I was by myself. You don't think that he would want to play in the PGA? You think he's good just hanging on the Euro Tour? Like for – he has a daughter at home now who lives in Manitoba. Do you think yeah. it would be easier for him to travel to the U.S. or overseas every week? Like okay, I just but feel, now you're contradicting yourself. No, why? Your view on the whole thing. I'm not. I'm saying like I w- if I was Cockrell where he was two years ago, I would much rather play on the DP World Tour and <clears throat> tour the world. But he's been there. He's done that. He's played these tournaments. He's played these different countries. And now I think that as things are today, I'm not saying it's right the majority of the PGA is played in America. So that would be much easier for him to to raise a family with. I still think that in a perfect world, the the PGA live, whoever else wants to be involved would be playing events overseas, but they'd be playing less. From a fan's perspective, I, I don't know. Still be gone from home a lot. Less though. Yeah. Okay, ready to see this driver? Yeah. How bad is that? What is that? Trying to get the angle right so you can really see it. What is that? It's it's like a it looks like a Cleveland knockoff kind of. Ten and a half. It's got the one on it, just in case anybody didn't know what it was. I don't think the size of this thing could be a wood. Um, picked her up on each round and pretty cheap. Came with a really nice golf bag and a Nike. I mean, putter. that thing, that thing looks like it weighs the same as a cinder block. It's not it's too heavy. Do you have any bread in the house? It's titanium. Yeah, I should get, I should put it up to something. It actually, it looks. <laughs> How big that is. <laughs> Man, next time I come out through, let's take that thing out. Yeah, if you ever come out here. August long I'm coming out there. Right. Glow golf. It is 
just about five inches wide <clears throat> long sorry long not wide 4.5 pretty much both ways perfect square <laughs> regular flux about 20 square inches low torque Low torque. <laughs> Same uh, CC as a car. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> uh, the, and the brand is called Confidence Forged Titanium. Okay, we shouldn't. Uh, well, I guess we could talk like this on here. It's just I've been listening to those Rogan things lately, and they Why he always goes about Rogan. No, like I'm not saying podcaster on Earth. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we shouldn't be talking about what what's on your screen for the people listening to the podcast because it's oh, yeah. like when he just goes off on rabbit holes about what they're holding on the screen. It's so frustrating. Yeah, but it's also that thing is insane. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this, I mean, you can find us on YouTube, Vita and R not Rumble. Rumbles doesn't like us for some reason. How did you get that through the door? <laughs> yeah, with help. Oh, Jesus. We do need to do a couple challenges out there here, though. I was trying to think of what we could do for... Uh, I want to do a righty-lefty. I want to do new clubs, old clubs. Let's do a lefty-righty. Make a day uh, out of it sometime. Let's do mm -hmm. lefty-righty August long. So... Or just righty-righty. We'll just play... No, we'll play... Let's start this right now. We will play... An 18 hole match. Nine holes left handed, nine holes right handed. Okay. What's the wager? August long. Uh I don't know. We'll have to come up with that on the first tee. Hundred thousand sats. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. yeah. Sold. Any strokes? For who? <laughs> I'll give you two. One aside? Yeah. Okay. It's down. Official. Okay. Um, so, Cockrell's off at 846 tomorrow. The Open starts our time? pretty soon. Yeah, he's at 846 our time. So, my morning at work is shot. We're going to miss, uh, like, Cam Smith and those guys. They're off at about 3 a.m. So, England is six hours ahead of us. So, right now, it is 4 a.m., in uh well so si yeah, 6 six thirty-five it starts so do you say it's six hours difference mm -hmm. so, so they're off at, at they're off at twelve thirty-five. yeah uh -huh. i wouldn't mind watching a couple watching them tee off it's pretty that's always pretty fun oh i that's what i love about the open too it's like you get up you wake up and you don't have to wait for anything yeah true. and you can get up as early as you want to so true. Like the was it the PGA or the US Open? US Open was in Cali. They didn't tee off till like two o'clock. The leaders weren't off till like three o'clock. Prime time. So you didn't like I, that? Love, I love waking up in the morning and golf's on. I thought that was Not sick everything. though. I think it has to be one or the other. I agree. They're super early or what they did in Cali. Prime time. Have some drinks, eat supper while you're watching the while you're watching the golf, that's pretty minty too. I agree. Um, did I miss anything? I sent a half-ass agenda to the group the other day. I uh, think we got through the majority of yeah. it. Yeah, I guess we'll make our picks. 
Let's pick. Uh, let's pick three guys each. Loser. What? Loser has to make the other guy drinks. Friday, Saturday of uh, August long. Let's get anybody who wants to participate in it. Maybe this is uh, this is gonna piss off the podcasters, but that's okay. We can do that once in a while. Everybody yeah, make a pick. What's the what's the consequence? Hmm, we should have came up with this before. It's hard thinking on the spot live, live on air. Open to ideas too. Open to suggies here. I was thinking sats because they're super easy to send, but not everybody has sats. Do you could you send an e transfer for five bucks? Sure. Oh. I think Dell sent me fifty cents one time because he owed me, and he sent me an e transfer. <laughs> so it cost him a dollar fifty. Okay, well let's just, do, really let's just do for pride. If anybody wants to participate in it, if nobody else wants to, me and Reggie will put something on the line. But uh, we're gonna take the next two minutes here. You can say your pick, and whoever wins will get a nice big shout out and maybe a surprise from King Golf. We'll see. No promises, yeah. though. No promises. Economy's taking one or three. Then me and you. Economy's in the sewer. We can't. We can't be uh, promising too much right now. I say one, just one guy. All right. Who and the closest, uh, closest to the first place wins. If nobody wins, then nobody wins. Take. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go with – I'm going Cam Smith. I'm all in on this guy. I think he's the best golfer in the world. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see who wins. He's the best putter on, on earth for sure. I don't think I have to announce. So you're going Rory. Chaz is probably going to take. I can't. Somebody's going to take Scotty. So take the next two minutes. Uh, if you're in the chat right now, throw out a name. If not, uh, me and Raju will be throwing. Big Dick. Big Dick out. Rick says Chaz. Xander says Shirdo. Good call on Xander. I'm taking him in the pools. In the Sats pools. Uh, anybody in here too, it's, uh, if you're part of the King Golf Network, get your picks in. Or the Foundies, get your picks in. The KGN. We're going to take over the KGB. <laughs> Why? I don't want it. Rough people up. Get your picks in. So is the cutoff tonight at midnight or before the first shot? Before the first shot. Okay. So anybody uh, listening to that who's eligible for the SAS pool got till the first shot. So Chez says BDR. Are you writing these down, Reggie? A little notepad. I'm going to make you write some lines one day. I will never pick Rory again in a major. I will never pick Rory again in a major. I will never pick Rory again in a major. We'll see. What happened? Right. Okay, tell me this. Tell me this. Because, like, there's lots of stuff going on with Rory. He just won. The last time it was at Royal Liverpool, he won. 
what if he misses the cut? Or will you admit finally publicly to the world that he's overrated? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Sheardo's off at Oak tomorrow. Is he in the AM? Must be. Oh, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Good luck, Roscoe. You dog. Wish I was playing on that. Roscoe will do well. Yeah, I agree. Rumble for Trev. Some good picks. Pretty much my uh, pool's picks all been said. And once again, once again, Scotty Scheffler doesn't get picked for some unknown reason. I feel like everybody picks him in in the pools because nobody wants to miss out on him. He's the worst best golfer ever. That's a good way to put it. Okay, well, let's wrap this baby up. I, okay. I don't hey, have a you, whole lot more to say. Hey. Did you see that video of uh, Michael Block holding out yeah. with DJ Khaled? Yeah, yeah, I did. DJ Khaled was just going nuts. <laughs> he jumped on him. Yeah, well, I thought I was worried about Block Party there. That's what I mean. Like, there's no way I'm holding up Khaled. Like, how Nobody much would he is. Weigh? But then I looked at him, and he's pretty small. He's short. He's short. He'd still be 250, though, minimum. I wondered that right after I saw it. Because did I didn't realize how short he was. Did you see the look on Block's face as soon as he he realized that he was jumping on him? There's, like, a, a very short hesitation of, like, holy mm-hmm. shit. And he really braced himself and, like, bent his knees, too. <laughs> Thank God. It said he was 293, but... He lost 43 pounds, so he's down to uh, 259. 250, called it. He lost a bunch of weight golfing, actually. Uh, when are we going out to Madge? Uh, Chez, you know what? Uh, honestly, man, if I get up to Childs at some point, I'll send you a message and maybe we could meet over at Madge. Jork, I would go too. From Rosman. I would come. I'll commit to that. Because you're not that far, Jor, for Madge. And I've never played around with Chaz before. Yeah, me either. So we should try to do something like that. It's just tough for me because I'm not going to, like, I'm going up there next weekend, but I'm not going to commit any time to going to golf because I haven't been up there yet this year and I want to spend some time up there. Well, really, like, if I was up there four weekends in a row, I might consider it. But uh, I'm thinking. I guess the eye roll of all time. I I even twitched there, I think. I'll try to figure something out, but it's not going to be next weekend. I could go from here any day too, like a Sunday or something as well. Maybe August Long too. We'll be up here. How far? It can't be that far from here. Oh, Trev, good question. Good question. I don't think this has been brought up before, but nobody really gives a shit if we're there or not. Other than Trev, me and Trev have had a, we've had some matches before, so. Why are we not going to the Tamarack, Reggie? Are you boycotting? No, we're going to PEI. <laughs> Me? We're going to Prince Edward Island, baby. We're going to golf uh, a couple a courses there. Courses. What's that? A lot of rounds. Yeah, we're going to play a lot of rounds there. I don't know. We've done it before. Probably five or six years ago now, we went to PEI or Nova Scotia to golf. It's just nice to change it up once in a while. And honestly, like, because we go uh, as a group, we 
um, rent an Airbnb. We got some air miles. It's probably actually going to be cheaper than going to the Tamarack this year for me. Ditto. Between the entry fee, between the uh, beer, between the gas going back and forth, if you're staying out there, uh, uh, Airbnb. Plus, it's tough uh, to beat a work. family vacation. It is, and there's, yeah. there's not going to be any stress on the golf course. We're just going to get to golf for 10 days straight. Yeah. And then put the clubs away for another six months. But next year, we'll be back at the Tamarack for sure. We're going to miss it this year. I'm sure when we're in PEI, we'll be thinking about uh, the Tamarack, Clear Lake, everybody up there, and uh, how bad we would be shooting and qualifying, how many F-bombs we'd be letting out. Chez, <clears throat> Chez is asking about ne next weekend, this weekend and next weekend. The only way that I could ever make it from Childs is if I, if I left it, if we golfed at like – 7.45, and I was back by noon, or 1. By dinner? But I can't, I can't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to commit to this right now. Is it supper or dinner? That's a good question. Dinner if you're going out somewhere, supper if you're at home. That's the way okay. I view it. Really? You go, you say dinner ever? I say, yeah, go for dinner, clearly. Where are we going for dinner? Yeah. I've never said that. But I guess like I've been hanging out with those other idiots a lot, and that's all they say is dinner. Who? Dinner's dinner's definitely American. Oh, is it? Like they don't even know what supper is in the States. Okay, Reggie. Anyways. I I can't call it anything other than supper. <clears throat> okay, Chess, again, what about this question? Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're no, not done yet, folks. No, it doesn't really change my... The time is different in match. Yep. Right? They're an hour behind. It's only 9.15 there right now. So I'd gain an hour. Yep. But Correct. that doesn't change it if I want to get back to Childs, which is right. kind of the biggest thing. Right. That would only affect Chess. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what I forgot to talk about? The picks for uh, from Instagram. So the clear-cut winner was John Rom. The majority of people think that Rombo is going to win. Hmm. And then we had three tied in second, which was uh, Big Dick Rick, uh, Rory, and Cam Smith. And from there, we had Brooks, fourth. And then we had Xander, we had Fitzpatrick, we had Kitayama. Somebody picked Kurt Kitayama to win. KK. The man. Somebody said Scheffler. Uh, somebody said Connor. One person said Scheffler? One? Yep. That's that's what I mean. That's so stupid. <clears throat> but whatever. And somebody said Roy. Is that supposed I'm to be probably, Rory? Rory, yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, who's Roy? <laughs> Roy, Roy McAvoy. And there was a bunch that came after too that I didn't have time to plug in here. But so Rombo seems like the favorite. <clears throat> and uh, we we're talking about a King Golf trip. So 2024, we might be. Uh, we're gonna try to find 16 guys or girls to go on the inaugural King Golf trip. So we're looking for a venue. And uh, we had a bunch of different suggestions. Uh, Kenosi, surprising, was at the top. 
I don't I don't know if they think that we're really limited to uh, a budget or like I was thinking pretty much anywhere on earth. Where do you want to go as a group? Um, and the plan there is to similar to the 88 sats thing, how we work that is that we buy we spend a small amount of money now to buy some Bitcoin and we wait basically until we it appreciates enough in purchasing power where we could purchase our own golf course. And the idea with this golf trip is that we're going to do the exact same thing at a much smaller scale. So we're going to put in, say, like 250 bucks each now into Bitcoin. And then we wait for it. It could be a year from now. It could be two years from now. But once that purchasing price gets us a golf trip, that's when we go. So it, it, it would take the special kind of person with the special kind of schedule to be able to pull that off. Um, or the other alternative is like, if, if it gets to a point where we can book it, then we say we have like six months in advance and then you can kind of plan around that and we pay for the majority of it at that time. Um, but there was Kenosi, there was sand Valley, which I think would be at the top of my list. Honestly, it's in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's beautiful and close and there's water slides there. So if guys had families, their, their wives could come. Kananaskis was on there as Trev said um actually there was a, a few people that said cranbrook and kimberly did we not go through cranbrook cranbrook yeah hard to see though in the mountains where the courses are and stuff there but uh buffalo point somebody said winkler and madge uh big cedar lodge i think that, that would be phenomenal that's in missouri though i think that's uh up where tigers course is that's right that, well that's where they played that match at big cedar isn't that with the night? Yeah, the 19th hole. That's not Tigers course. I think that's it, isn't it? Oh, that's think, what it's called? I think so. I think that's the whole property. Because it's oh. in the Ozarks, right? Yeah. That's where I would choose to. That's that's a 17-hour drive. Scott's that's it? Yeah. We drove oh. through Missouri on the way to... Uh, Missouri's like the grossest state of all time, like on the freeway, man. We were driving through there and legitimately every 30 seconds, there's a dead deer on the side of the road. And you know how like in Manitoba, if there's a dead deer, it's not, it's not there very long because either a highways or the parks or whoever goes and picks it up and gets it out of there or the birds shred it or a coyote takes it or a wolf takes it. But because these highways are so busy, like the interstate there, there was no birds. There was no other things happening there. And nobody's going to stop and clean it up because there's a million cars going through there. So there was just carcasses of dead deers every 30 seconds going through Missouri. It was disgusting. That is gross. <clears throat> it's called Payne's Valley, but it's at Big Cedar. Payne's Valley, right. There's like six courses there, I think. And it's in the same property as Big Cedar? Yeah. No, like Big Cedar's like the place. Oh, the whole property. Like it would be like uh, Breezy Point. I gotcha. That would be sick. I would love to play Payne's Valley. That 19th mm. hole looks so sick. Yeah. I don't think it's that unrealistic to play something like that. I don't think so either. I think you just got to book it. Yeah. Um, there was also Scottswood Links, which is, uh, I think that was Clayton that said that. He said a really fun course. I'm pretty sure it was Clayton. Um, El somebody said Elmhurst, like we're we're just able to go golf there as a crew. I wonder, yeah. Can't. Cap, 
Cabot was number two, obviously. Somebody said Vegas. I think that that would be a sick golf trip for uh, the boys and girls. We stayed in the Mesquite, Nevada. There's like 10 yeah. courses there. Yeah, I that's think, sick. Uh, what, what course is there again? One of the nice ones. Wolf Creek, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Elk Ridge, Wasca Sioux, Falcon Lake, Invermere, Panorama, Reynolds Lake, Georgia. That was an interesting one that I wanted to look up, actually. Uh, and then Banff, Stewart Creek, and Mickelson National. Yeah. So we'll talk about it. Lots to figure out still. Uh, if you're interested, get a hold of us. Uh, we're hoping to make it a reality in the next couple of years. And uh, that's the plan. So pretty much uh, hoping for the best. I mean, it, it's it's going to be similar to the 88 SAS thing because you're going to put in 200 bucks, for example. It might be a little bit more. Um, and then there's a chance that you could go on like a, a nice golf trip for say $4,000 worth as it appreciates in purchasing price or it goes to zero. It's kind of, it's kind of like a nice trade off there where like there's, there's a, the risk reward there, same idea, just at a much smaller scale. So Reynolds Lake, Oakney, is that in Georgia, Chez? Cause that's where this said, uh, Georgia. Anyways, that's enough for tonight, Reggie. We got yeah. through uh, an episode with just two of us. Shout out to Drums, our usual host. Um, going through a move right now. Not, not uh, which nobody's jealous of Drums right now. No, moving <laughs> might be one of the worst things ever. Oh God, worth so it when much. it's done, but it sucks so much. Yeah. What's uh before we go, Chaz? What's the scoop there? What do you know about it? Give some inside take. He's not going to be able to do it in the comments. No? I don't think so. How could he? Okay. No, oh, maybe. We can that. wait. We can wait. I think he's a little delayed, but. Well, it doesn't seem to be. Um, Anything else, Reggie? Not really. What are you most excited for for the weekend for the Open? Watching Rory hoist it. Hmm. The best trophy, too. That's another part of it. Like the Claire Jug. Yeah, it's sick. That's the best trophy in golf, I think. Like, do you see the uh, What? Masters is pretty sick. Uh, but their trophy's dog shit. No, I like it. Like the little fucking office-looking thing or yeah. whatever it is? That's weird. I think it's kind of cool. You can't drink out of that. They did big break there. Ooh. They also did big break at uh, Mill River PEI. Yeah, I don't like to you talk know that? about that course. <laughs> they charge they charge Easton full card for riding along. So they still a nice course lost. though. And they did the big break. We need to big. We should do that next year. The big big break. break. Yeah, I think that would be so much fun. It would provide so much good content, and people would actually be interested in sponsoring that. I think because it'd be something so unique. Yeah, don't like for example, ideas. Don't give up all your ideas on here. McMunn and Yates donate. Don't just put it out. Don't just put it out here. Don't put it out into the air. Somebody will steal it. If you no. really want to do it, don't put it out there. No, you got to put it out there. Can't keep things upstairs. Okay, Reggie. Uh, shout out to Drums. We'll be back here next week. Uh, it seems like the crazy part of summer has passed now, which is kind of nice. I, I know, not for me. 
I know people are still going to be busy, but I don't think like it's going to be busier than the stretch we just went through for me anyways. And I think that that's probably the case for most people, but um, hopefully we can get some golf in. We have to get out to uh, Deloraine. That's a priority for August. We're going to get out to Deloraine. If anybody wants to come with us, uh, you're more than welcome to. We're just going to go out there, check out the course. Never been before and have heard a ton of good things. So <clears throat> that's pretty much the only thing we got in August other than PEI, Tamarack. Uh, but let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for joining in tonight in the chat. Uh, shout out to all the podcast listeners later. Uh, yeah, if you're watching this on Google. Let's have some good open viewing this this weekend. Are you going to be tracking? Well, actually, me and Easter playing our first ever tournament together on Sunday. Ever? Playing the battle, playing the battle for the belt. Well, two, man. Me and Bridge even beat you guys at that. Okay, anyways. That's what it is. Good luck, Reggie, in the battle of the belts. Is there a mixed belt? No. No. We're not trying to win. Just there for a good time. Hey, uh, should give actually a, a major shout out to the battle for the belts. Like they're doing some really, 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 really good things at Gilbert. They donate all their proceeds from the tournament back to the golf course. They got that really nice sign when you come into Gilbert. That's donated by their tournament. And I'm drawing a complete blank right now, but they they've committed to doing something else very big for the golf course recently. And I can't think of what it is right now, but uh, they put on a good tournament. I think there's 60, 63 teams, I think, this weekend of two. So a pretty good turnout. Um, always a good time. Championship belts to the winners. Boston Carlson and his uh, Uncle Dale are defending it right now. So should be a good weekend. And you're in it that Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. After a wedding for both me and he, so we'll see nice. you guys how should, we're holding up. You guys should kill it. See how we're holding up. Okay, let's hit the road, Reggie. Okay. See you sometime. See you next weekend. See ya, everybody out there. Drums if you're watching. Love you, boys. <laughs> Drums if you're watching. I'm sure he's not. We'll see you next week. See you next week.